Pelicans fall in the preseason opener to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 117-114. Look, there was a lot of good. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, rookie Trey Murphy, both stood out in this game. And there was some bad. An injury to Jackson Hayes, a whole lot of turnovers. Let's make sense of the Pelicans' opening preseason game in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Kind of feels weird to do this, a game recap, right, in a sense. We're going to look at some good, some bad, and try and make sense of this Pelicans opening preseason loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. We haven't done this in a little while. It's nice to see Pelicans basketball out there on the court, even when there were some things we didn't want to see. All of those turnovers in the first half, but those got better, and we'll talk about that. So we'll make some sense of this game overall. Then we're going to look at Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Trey Murphy, two guys that the Pelicans needed to step up in the second half to help them at least make this one close because these are two guys they're going to need to rely on this season to step up their games, particularly Nikhil. They lived up to it. We'll talk about them in the second part of today's show. And then in the third part, some things that are minorly concerning going forward. But before all of that, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free, free, and five days a week for you all on basically all platforms, including YouTube. Just search Locked On Pelicans there. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube as well. Helps also keep this free and five days a week for you all. And no one else is coming to you like this. So when you need Pelicans news, you come right here to Locked On Pelicans. And it's going to be, no matter what, a fun and an interesting season. You want to keep up to date on everything that's going on with this team. So the first Pelicans preseason game, a 117-114 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. First half of this was kind of rough, I'll be honest. It, it looked pretty bad for New Orleans. They ran with an interesting starting lineup and one that on the surface you're just kind of like, huh? You had Devontae Graham at point guard, Garrett Temple at the two, Brandon Ingram at the three, Najee Marshall at the four, and Billy Hernan Gomez at the five. So you didn't start Jackson Hayes. Garrett Temple got minutes in this one to start, which seems a little bit weird. Willie Green said after the game, don't read too much into this. They're going to try probably a different starting lineup in all of these preseason games. And maybe the final one is the one that they're really going to kind of go with the starters for the regular season. So don't worry too much about Garrett Temple being in there and getting run to start the game over a guy like Nikhil. It doesn't necessarily mean that Nikhil's relegated to the bench. Maybe he should be starting because he was a key in all of this. Something to keep in mind. And that kind of goes for a lot of what we saw, right? No Valanciunas in this one. No Zion Williamson. It's tough to figure out what to make of this team and what we saw in last night's loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They turned the ball over a ton in the first half because the offense just looked bad. And that put more pressure on the defense because Minnesota was able to get out and run in this one because of that, because of those turnovers. Minnesota had 21 fast break points, likely fueled by the 21 turnovers for New Orleans. That led to 31 points for the Timberwolves. The defense is going to look bad no matter what. Even though their half-court defense looked about average, I'd say. I wouldn't call it good, but overall pretty good. So when you look at this loss, 
it just is like what whatever it, you know it reminds me don't read too much into summer league don't read too much into preseason and as i said i tweeted it out in the last 15 like exhibition games for new orleans preseason games the summer or the bubble like ramp up three games and then this past summer league the pelicans are 15 and 0 they're 7 and 0 in preseason they went 3 and 0 in the bubble ramp up games whatever they were called and then they went 5 and 0 in summer league hasn't really turned into anything right Preseason results do not matter and are not indicative of what you're going to see in the regular season on a team basis. Individual performances, yes, I believe that. And that's what we saw. We saw good individual performances from players on this team, and that's what you wanted to see in one like this. You're not looking for chemistry between a ton of guys because a bunch of guys were out. You wanted guys to step up when they needed to step up, and you wanted to see a guy like Nikhil Alexander-Walker look like he's leveling up his game this year. You wanted rookie Trey Murphy to look like he belongs Longs out there on an NBA court and know that he's going to be a three-point shooter. And spoiler alert, if you didn't watch the game, oh, hell yeah, he did that. We'll talk about it coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for all the other good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and it's a great way to get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live, on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. Notice I said sports in there, right? If you use another service, you're not going to get Pelicans games this year because they're not really available on any streaming services. It's not due to the Pelicans, it's due to the regional sports networks. You want to know a place that has it, though? Direct TV Stream does. So if you want to watch Pelicans games this year, it actually is one of your best options. So go check it out over at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is also brought to you by Shopify. Cha-ching! I kind of love that noise because it's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your businesses. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. You can reach customers online and across social networks. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. So this is a possibility for your business powered by Shopify. And it instantly lets you accept all major credit card payments. So supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success with Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all in lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA right now. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. All right, we're recapping the Pelicans' opening preseason game, a loss against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We don't care about that, though. We care about Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Trey Murphy, and to a lesser extent, Najee Marshall playing excellently in this game. And again, thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day, free and available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, and available on YouTube as well. For your second listen, go check out the Locked on Saints podcast. Really excellent stuff there with um, your host, Ross Jackson. So the Pelicans were down in this one big time. It came from a bad second quarter. 40-17 to 17 they were outscored in this one. And basically the game looked over. And then two guys stepped 
way up in the second half. Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Trey Murphy. But let's start with Nikhil because this is the guy that basically has to take a leap this year, particularly if the Pelicans want to be successful. He's going to need to be a more consistent scorer. He's going to need to create for others at a greater level than he's done before. This was a really good start. Nikhil Alexander-Walker in 20 minutes and 39 seconds of action. 7 of 13 from the field. That's 54%. 2 of 6 from deep. That's fine. He was 6 of 8 from the line. He grabbed 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 1 turnover. He finished with 22 points on the night. 1 turnover is big there. When you look at his shot chart in this one, it's gorgeous. It's like exactly what you want to see. You don't want to see a lot of mid-range shots unless you're basically Brandon Ingram. You want to see getting downhill and attacking the basket and shooting the three when that shot's open. Nikhil, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shots in the paint, really close to the rim. Five of those were at the rim. Two of them were a little bit further away. That's fine. That's what you want to see. And defenses started to respect that. Did you notice as the game went on as he started driving downhill? By Lonzo Ball, something he never did, right? Defenses started to collapse on him, and then he uses his ambidextrous passing ability, left hand, right hand, whatever it is, to make those kind of wraparound passes to guys in the corner. Josh Hart got a couple of looks off that. The first made three for New Orleans was a made Josh Hart three off the Nikhil Alexander-Walker assist. So when the defenses collapse on him, he uses those arms and the really good passing ability to dish passes to the corners. And if the Pelicans... Shooting has improved, and it wasn't in this game, and we'll talk about that coming up in the next segment a little bit. You know, if the Pelican shooting's improved, defenses are going to have a choice. Do you want to try and take him away at the rim, or are you going to clamp down on shooters out there? When you have a guy like Trey Murphy that was draining them in this one, and we should see Devontae Graham shoot better, I think you're going to be able to see where the Pelicans' offense is going to look pretty dangerous in the half court. They struggled in this one at times because they were just making dumb turnovers. Like, Unforced errors, bad inbounds passes, little things like that. The court looked kind of mucked up. You didn't have Zion as a threat out there, and you could see teams not really respecting some of these guys on the Pelicans just yet. But things are going to get more open when you get uh, Zion back in there and, to a lesser extent, Valanciunas too, who I don't think is going to be moving to the bench anytime soon. But Nikhil was great and did all of those things you want, showed that he can be that partial ball handler that the Pelicans are going to need without kind of a more traditional pure point guard out there on the roster. Definitely high marks for him in the opening game of the Pelicans' preseason schedule. Then you have rookie Trey Murphy. Just beautiful. 21 points on the night. I can give you all the stats. Here's the one that matters. Six of 10 from three. Six of 10 from three. Also six rebounds, by the way. Oh, and just one turnover. 21 points on the night. He finished seven of 16. Awesome. Awesome. Dude, such a threat to shoot and to score. Teams are going to respect him. He's got positional versatility on defense. You couldn't have asked for a better first performance from him. You really couldn't have. Teams are going to respect him when he's out there on the court, and he made a serious case in this game to be considered a starter by Willie Green. I would not be shocked if you see him start on Wednesday in the Smoothie King Center for the Pelicans' second preseason game. He was that good. That shot is so smooth, and he lets it go, and you know what's going in. We heard Todd Graffanini, the radio play-by-play man here in New Orleans, about lose his voice. Like He sounded like he was going to break his vocal cords, screaming so excited about Trey Murphy hitting these shots. He's put into such a perfect position. Chill out on the perimeter, move around out there, get the ball and shoot it and make it. 
That's all he needs to do. But he also showed off a willingness to attack, right? So he's not one-dimensional. So teams at times are going to need to worry a little bit if they try and run out and contest that and close out on the perimeter a little bit too hard because he can put the ball on the court and drive. He got four shots at the rim in this one. Didn't finish well, but he's a rookie. What would you expect? But teams, if, if he eventually develops it, it might not be this season. Teams are going to have to respect that. And all of a sudden now... Do you close out too hard? Because if you don't close out really quickly, he's going to drain the three. But if you do, he can put it down and get by you. This was a great draft pick for New Orleans. We can we can kill them about that Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe trade, and that they deserve a lot of flack for that. But trading back and still getting the guy you wanted, who you really, really thought was going to be good and has shown he was going to be really good, that's excellent work by David Griffin, just, just from that part of the transaction, I think. Um, but he was awesome in this one. I don't know if you could have asked for anything else. And the rebounding and being a multifaceted player, at least contributing in two areas, I thought was great to see from him. Also, to start the game, despite some of the up and downs, you had to have liked what you saw from a guy like Najee Marshall. Getting the start at power forward. Shooting wasn't quite there, but again, well rounded player. Nine points on the night, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals, trying to poke the ball loose. A couple of guys were being able to do that to really get their arms in the passing lanes and be a little bit more disruptive than what we're used to seeing a Pelicans team do. I like that. They forced 18 turnovers because of this. It wasn't like the defense was a joke in this one. They clamped down eventually and started forcing turnovers from guys. And that's what you want to see out of this team. You know, it was a lot of Jaden McDaniels turning it over. Six of those 18 just come to him. Um, no, sorry. It was uh, all around. Those are per- fouls that I'm looking at here. It was all around guys because they were really poking the ball loose. And you could see it kind of multiple guys contributing to a steal. I like that. And Najee Marshall was a big, big part of that. But what was concerning, because there are some things that were a little bit concerning, I think. You really had some big highlights from these guys, but let's take a look at what do we want to see improve in the game on Wednesday for your New Orleans Pelicans as they look to maybe get a win in preseason and start to turn the ship around from what last year was. And before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And now it's back on the hard court as you're ready for the NBA season to really take shape. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year, as well as the NBA. Are you feeling more encouraged about the Pelicans last night? Are you feeling more encouraged about the Minnesota Timberwolves? Maybe too, because they did look very, very good. New Orleans kept it close. That's awesome. You can get in on their preseason win totals. Are they going to win? I think it was 34 and a half for the Timberwolves. I might take the over on that. Are you feeling good about New Orleans, thinking they're going to make the playoffs? You can make your money that way too. And with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football and basketball. So head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And don't forget, use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Whether it's football, basketball, about boxing right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. All right, continuing to talk about the Pelicans' first preseason game, 117-114 loss, but we're being optimistic. We just looked at a guy like Nikhil, who stepped up and got New Orleans back into this one, and they came close to at least tying or making it a win, having a chance at three right at the very end. It was because of those guys, the guys that you needed to play well, that need to step up this year, and they did that. 
when you throw Zion into the mix, Valanciunas into the mix, you know, more uh, longer minutes for Brandon Ingram and only put like 14 in this one. Things should look better. They could have won that game if Zion was there, if Valanciunas was in there, and it probably wouldn't have been even really close. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the team after what we saw from them last night. But there were some things that were a bit of a concern, and one of them was the three-point shooting. Yes, you had Trey Murphy really light it up, again, 6 of 10, but everyone else was just kind of blah in that area. Najee Marshall was 0-3. Garrett Temple, who started, was 0-4. Devontae Graham, 2 of 5, 40%, but you fe- it didn't really seem to have it kind of going. It wasn't that like consistent threat that we were hoping for from him, and he had four turnovers. Overall, and Josh Hart still really is struggling from 3, 1 of 5 there. Overall, the Pelicans were 12 of 37, 32.4%. That's not going to get it done. They need three-point shooting to be an asset this year. This is where losing Lonzo Ball could hurt. He was consistent at times in that. You know, peaks and valleys there with him, but he was a threat, and teams did start to respect that. You don't see them respecting a guy like Josh Hart. You didn't really see the court gravity of Devontae Graham in this one. I think it comes with time. The good news is they took seven more threes, basically, than they did last season per game. Good. More volume on that. You can't rank in the bottom five when it comes to three-point attempts. Remains to be seen if that's going to be an ongoing concern. It can't be much worse than last year, but this wasn't a game that gave you a ton of confidence just yet that they were going to get this right. But there's time, and also I don't think Devontae Graham is going to continue to only take five threes per game. You want him at probably eight or nine threes per game. You have to figure Josh Hart's going to get better from there. As guys start to come along, I think it'll open things up. And they're going to get better looks when Zion's out there, though I did think the looks were fairly clean for the Pelicans in this game last night. The Jackson Hayes injury is a little bit concerning. The good news is x-rays came back negative. That's a good thing, so no break. He's probably going to be evaluated, but he rolled it pretty hard. His left ankle stayed on the ground in some pain, really grabbing at it, and couldn't put a lot of weight as he walked off on it. Had to be helped to the locker room by a trainer that's like concern because the pelican center situation behind valanchunas could be could be bad you know billy hernan gomez had a really really rough game defensively in this one he picked up five fouls they just kind of shut him down because he just did not have it going at all in this one i'd like to have seen a little bit better play for him it's the first preseason game we'll cut him a break but it what the early returns there weren't really good. So you're going to need Jackson Hayes behind Valanchunas because it starts to get really, really weak there. Unless you're a big believer in Herb Jones, who did play center in this one, was really good defensively, showed a couple of flashes offensively. We'll do a little bit of a deeper dive after on him after another game or two because I think he does have potential to actually maybe crack the rotation now. I was fairly impressed with him in the limited minutes and the different roles that he was asked to... Uh, be uh, you know in this game but overall that was pretty good other other things of note that were a bit of a concern Wenyan Gabriel was rough in this game he was already going to probably be the guy cut as a kind of trim the roster he didn't really help himself what whatsoever in this one positive though Kyra Lewis Jr at one point he scored I think it was seven straight points eight straight points for New Orleans I loved seeing that out of him he grabbed rebounds he assisted on a couple of things he really started to look like a more competent backup for New Orleans I think that's a really really big thing for him also New Orleans 
Killed it on the on the offensive glass and rebounding. They were great in there. 19 offensive boards. Really going after that. Giving themselves second chance opportunities. Keeping possessions alive. I like that's a big part of their identity. They were a really good offensive rebounding team last year. Number one in the league in terms of offensive rebounding per game. I dig it. They were, where was the, oh, they were, they were just the number one offensive rebounding team overall. They grabbed an offensive board last year 26.3% of the time that they missed a shot, basically. So they're gobbling up about a quarter of their, a little over a quarter of their own misses. That's good. The fact that they kept that part of their identity is a really excellent thing. I like that. It's just going to make their offense a little bit better. It's the first preseason game. That's what you look for. Identity-based things. That's definitely a big part of it. I liked what I saw from them in the half court on defense overall. Once you kind of take away that first half, they were pretty good overall. I'm happy. It's the first preseason game. Don't worry too much about it. Don't look at that first half and get all down. I saw people doing that. Don't read too much into it. It's fine. Let's see what's changed from game one to game two in the preseason when they take on the Orlando Magic on Wednesday in the Smoothie King Center. Back back home. That's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including wherever you get your podcasts and YouTube. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And let's preview another game tomorrow, as well as talk about the arena stuff. I want to get to that at some point, too, in the succession plan. So that's going to be on our list of things to talk about this week as well. But thank you all for listening. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.